I don't see why you're so upset about this. Don't you, I... Clark? Don't you? Maybe that's because you've never known the heartache of starting your own band from scratch, investing it with all the blood your little heart could pump, infusing it with dreams you have known since time immemorial. That's a little purple, but okay. Only to see that band, after years of crushing work and endless days and nights on the road, taste a modicum of success and then see it stolen out from under you like the Lindbergh baby, its personality utterly muted, its very soul transmogrified into a thing so ugly, so crass, so unlike what you had once Huey. intended. All I said was I thought the Doobie Brothers had some good songs with Michael McDonald. Well, now we missed the opening. Hang on. Uh, thanks again for downloading another episode of Turning Tables from the National Podcast Reserve. I'm Clark, and... All right, that's Huey, who seems to forget I was a bandmate of his for five years, but never mind that. Let's put it to the listener, man. How so, Huey? All they gotta hear is three seconds to know what I mean. Here. This is Vintage Doobies from 73, band leader Tommy Johnston on guitar. Yeah, yeah man, that's the classic Doobies sound. China Grove, long train running, listen to the music. But what's wrong with the Michael McDonald era doobies? Here. Right. More polished, less rocky. To put it mildly. And a bigger hit. And a Grammy winner. The Grammys. You dare to sully this sacred space with talk of the Grammy. Are we not allowed to give awards for quality music now? Quality music? Sure, Clark, sure. In fact, let me just add up all the awards the Grammy people gave to your standard artists of quality over the years. Let's see now. Uh, well, Buddy Holly, Jimi Hendrix, The Kinks, The Who, The Doors, Led Zeppelin, Queen, Janis Joplin, Bob Marley, CCR, Rush, The Ramones, Tupac, Biggie. Let me guess. Do you want to guess, Clark? Is it zero Grammys, Huey? Zero Grammys, Clark. So the whole argument of whether the McDonald-era doobies are superior... But my point is they were around a long time. Sounds change. Bands change. Tommy Johnston got sick and left the band in 75, so they hired Michael McDonald to sing for them. 
The remaining band members weren't hijacked, Huey. They opted for a new direction. A deal with the infernal Satan himself. Are you calling Michael McDonald the devil? If the cloven hoof fits. But Huey, you're forgetting the most important part of the story. What's that? If a band is around long enough, they might get through what you would consider a rough patch and redeem themselves in the eyes of a hardcore fan like yourself. But the doobies split in the early 80s, man. There was a farewell tour and a reference to it in Romancing the Stone. Do you know how many times I've seen Elton John on a farewell tour? Gross. By the end of the 80s, McDonald was out and Johnston was back in. They even charted again. Here. <laughs> That's the sound. Ah, oh, Clark, it does my heart good to hear that. Well, I'm glad to do it. Of course, this whole thing has meant we don't have time for our planned podcast on Inuit throat singing. I'll take the hit on that one. Sorry, fans. But we'll try to squeeze it in on a later date. Until then, I'm Clark. And I'm Huey. And Michael McDonald, I love you. Gross. Pretty much. Episode 28, Sympathy for the Doobie Brothers. Written and read by Scott Clarkson. Music by the Doobie Brothers and Garner Firebird. (laughs) ¶¶